This house is great. What does Yvonne think of it? Well, I'll let you know when I surprise her with the key. You mean she hasn't seen it? Perhaps you should look up the word surprise. And perhaps you should look up the word stupid. What? Neanderthal. You don't just club a woman over the head and then drag it to your cave. You can if it's a four-bedroom cave with a media room. Look, William is doing a good thing here, so let's not spoil the festive mood with a lot of assumptions, because we know what happens when we assume I lose my commission. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. It is Oh Hell Yes, a Girlfriends podcast, where we review each and every episode of the wonderful series, Girlfriends. I am Nettie. And I am Etsy. And today, we'll honor a man who has done so much, mm. so much for our culture, for black people in general, mm-hmm. Martin Luther King. So this, this episode is called I Have a Dream House. And, you know, I think it's really cool that there's MLK Day episodes. I, I don't think I've ever seen that with a series. Have you seen that? Mm-mm, especially not in the white ones. But yeah, that's lit. <laughs> well, especially not in the white ones. They ain't finna do it. They don't. They just want the day off. They don't care about Martin Luther King. <laughs> but I don't think I've ever seen it on a black show. But I don't think I watch any black shows. Any, besides Insecure. I think that's about it. The problem now is that like a lot of these shows are streaming. So like they don't have that environment where it's like okay this is gonna air on this date during this mm. time so let's make this a mlk or a christmas or da, 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 da. they're like their own movies well that, i like how insecure does it where even though i don't think they fall in line with what the the times are i think that airs in the summer more um mm-hmm. she she releases one a week instead of all at once so insecure could actually do that um they yeah. should do more like episodes if they can do that episodes about uh juneteenth i think they should do that just to educate mm-hmm. people on what it is and you know last year it became really big with the protests and everything and and marches mm-hmm. and a lot of people were still fuzzy on what juneteenth was i said lord we've heard i've been hearing juneteenth since i was younger but i never delved into what it actually was mm-hmm. um but there there was a tv show unwritten rules um, it's a black web series that, that I saw. They did an episode about Juneteenth and I, I learned about it there. Uh, what about you? Um, I've always known what it was. It just wasn't celebrated because, you know, it is yeah. what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't teach about it in school either. So the only way you'd really know about it is if you knew some woke people growing up or if your parents were just like, here, this is what this means. But it yeah. wasn't as prevalent as, as MLK Day like as far as being taught in school and stuff like that so yeah mm-hmm. that'd be cool if you know tv shows can do that any web mm-hmm. series or tv show people listening go ahead and jump on that i know juneteenth is like in a in a week or actually in a few days from when this is airing but mm-hmm. yeah let's educate people let's not make this a secret let's let everybody know like why it's important let's not make it a thing that we do just because we've been cooked up in the house for months and that's another thing too like oh let's just go outside and it's juneteenth and we've been in the house so let's celebrate it just so we can get out of the fucking house nah there's more <laughs> it's way more important so 
You don't the gotta same get way y'all go it. hard for July 4th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go hard for another day of independence. The actual day of real independence. Because like, July 4th ain't really... That ain't I don't really. know I mean, I mean, I'll take the holiday though because I'm trying to eat oh, some yeah. food. But I'll go barbecue. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like the white people when, when MLK Day comes by, they go on barbecue. They may not like MLK, but they're gonna take that day off and they're gonna go do something with their families. So they're gonna take advantage of themselves. Sure, they really will. Uh, but this episode original air date January twenty first two thousand two. Oh wow! So this is our first episode of two thousand two. We're finally in another year which is cool. We're getting there. We're slowly moving to 2008. Um, this was written by Tim Edwards. And, you know, what'd you think of this episode? I enjoyed it. I think that this is the first time that I actually did like seeing Yvonne and William on screen because they were talking about something that's important. But, yeah. I still don't like them. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about it, though. I mean... <sighs> Yvonne's crazy Yvonne's yeah. really unhinged and we'll see it in this episode but yo I, I really can't get with her and they don't really have a lot of chemistry either yeah I don't even see why they like each other because it doesn't seem like they're in a relationship it just seems like I don't know not a loving relationship at least oh it just seems they're like they're jokes they're just a couple of jokesters that just like to tell jokes and be funny with each other and have sex with each other mm-hmm. but uh, go ahead and give me that cold open so we see william and tony and they're sitting down at the sushi place the residential restaurant hangout spot and he asks tony to help with buying a house because he wants to get oh, a house so um yeah and he wants tony to be the real estate real estate agent for that and he says he wants four bedrooms, a big kitchen, um, a backyard, all that jazz, and a wine cellar. And Tony goes, I didn't know you you really fuck with wine like that. And he goes, well, you know, I'm going to be drinking that wine after I had them kids and a wife and a dog and all that. So that's a cute little opening. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a nice uh, house that he's describing, too. Okay. That's a, a wine cellar? If you got a wine cellar, you're doing big things. Next up, Sweelson and Joan are walking out of a meeting. Uh, he's congratulating her on being so fire at that meeting. And he's like, if you keep it up, we'll have to change the name of the firm to Goldberg, Sweetelson, McDonald, Lee, and Clayton. But he just capping, though. He ain't serious. I don't like this guy. Me neither. Even, like, when he says, oh, she's like, oh, really? And he's like, nah, I just like dangling the carrot and watching you dance. Mm. Don't that sound like Massa? That's definitely giving... It's giving slave. It definitely is. And then he, he tries to take it back and go like, oh, yeah, no, I like to see the white people dance too. Or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. The reason you said that is because you had some guilt in your heart. So you doubled mm-hmm. back and had to say that. Mm-hmm. But Joan reminds him uh, about Martin Luther King Day and she asks him what the policy is. And he's like, it's the same as last year. We're working. She's like, but it's a national holiday. He's like, yeah, so it's Veterans Day, Columbus Day, and we work on those days. Mm-hmm. But they're not trying to, like, give anybody no days off for Martin Luther King Day. It's almost like they don't consider it a real holiday. But are you supposed to? You're not, I guess you're, it's not mandatory, isn't, right? Isn't it a national holiday? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what, what it was 20, I think 20 years ago, yeah. Of course, yeah. 20 years ago, but 
That's crazy. Or is it some shit where you can work and you're just going to get a time and a half? Well, he didn't mention time and a half, but I think they work on salary anyway. So it's not even about, I don't know, man. And he's like, okay, it's cool. You can use your vacation time if you want that day off. Damn. Okay. And she doesn't want to. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. At but all. But I think that day doesn't really mean a lot to white people anyway. So I can see where <laughs> he's coming from, from the white end of it. Um, but he doesn't care that, that, you know, Martin Luther King tried to make this world a better place. I mean, he did. We still got a long way to go. But he doesn't understand the importance of the day. He's mad disrespectful to Joan in this moment. It's for everyone. Dr. King's dream was that all people of all races be judged by the content of the... Oh, gee, sorry, Clayton. I was having a little dream there myself. And it's funny that there's a laugh track whenever he says all these terrible jokes. I mean, I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's funny at all. But there's people in the audience laughing. They tell them people to laugh. They got the signs up. They're like, we don't want to get kicked out. We're going we're gonna to laugh. Okay, I'll laugh at this terrible racist joke. <laughs> so now we're with William, and they're checking out his new home that he's going to buy. Tell us about this scene. Child, the home is big. The four bedrooms, the backyard, etc., etc. And first of all, Tony looks fantastic. That's the Oh, one. my God. I have a note about this outfit. It is right. fire. And, you know, when you're about to sell a big-ass house like this, you got you to gotta dress. You got to dress the part. Mm-hmm. It's a power suit, you know? You got to show your power. So definitely mm-hmm. love what she's rocking. She looks fantastic. And that he's like, okay, I'll buy it. And then Yay. they go into this whole discussion about, wait, but has... Yvonne seen it and he goes oh no I want to surprise her and then there's this whole back and forth about whether or not she should see it or if um, or if she should just be happy that he bought a house and it's like the girls are giving some type of um, some of the girls are giving some type of well you should just take what you get and be happy and that's what I got from a few of them from a few right no you're right you're right um Here's what I think. I'm going to I'm going to uh cut to my thoughts, my ending thoughts now. If this house was trash, I might be like, okay, why didn't you tell Yvonne? Not trash, but if it was a moderate home. Mm-hmm. I might be like, you know what? You should probably talk to Yvonne before you purchase this to make sure she's cool with all these things with the home. You know, maybe mm-hmm. she wants a bigger this, a, a better kitchen, maybe she wants another room for you know family that might come in or something you don't know so i would get it in that aspect but this house is so fire that i'm like (laughs) girl take the fucking house like i get he's he's controlling but he let's let's fight that battle separate Mm -hmm. and just get this nice ass house of which you'll Mm -hmm. probably never have another opportunity to get unless you're with william or someone rich Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Just take this amazing house with a wine cellar? And there's a media room? Girl. All you need is a beauty room and you sat, boo-boo. Yeah, That's take it. the house and then talk to him about his controlling nature as a separate thing. He does other controlling things on other controlling days. Talk about uh-huh. that stuff. But just take, you know what I mean? Like, he's controlling in other aspects. Go talk about that shit. But the house thing, just take the house. What do yeah. you think? Yeah, I think that I agree with both sides for the first time ever. 
I agree with that. And but it's also like if you are moving into somewhere that you are theoretically speaking going to spend the rest of your life in, I don't know. I can see how someone would feel a type of way where it's like, um, I haven't even seen this place. Yeah, I haven't even seen it. Like it's different if let's say we went house hunting, right? And then this is one of the houses that I said that I liked, right? But we haven't made any decisions yet. And then you buy it. But I haven't even seen this place. Yeah. yeah you know what you I wanna, mean? You want to get acquainted with what you're... With what what you're about to move into and spend the rest of your life in. Yeah. Potentially. So... I get you. I get it. I get it. You know. Yeah, at first it's, I it's was a like... House, though. Yo, she needs to see it. Like, I agreed with them at first. But then the more I thought about it, I'm like, yo, this house is fire. OD. <laughs> like, let's... OD. Uh, Let's take the house and talk about the issues later. (laughs) And also, I feel like if this was an isolated incident, I wouldn't be so apprehensive about it. But if you combine this with him making her quit her job with all the other things that she had to do, the the prenup, the this, the blah, 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 and William's controlling nature, mm, it might be a red flag that she needs. I don't know. Mm, That's a good point. With all that building up, this might be the thing that tells you, ah, maybe it's not going to happen. Maybe this isn't the person you should be with. The quitting mm-hmm. the job, the prenup, the... What other things has he done? That's the, stop, that's the time she should have said, you're too controlling, let's talk about it. That, mm-hmm. Those are the battles she should have fought. Mm-hmm. Not this big-ass, wonderful house thing. <laughs> not a big-ass fucking house with a fucking... Oh, this dad looking like he's supposed to be on and MTV Cribs. And then say it got a self-cleaning oh, oven. A self-cleaning oven. Ciao. <laughs> it got, what, four bedrooms, a wine cellar. I, I don't even drink wine like that, but I'll, psh, I bet I'll y'all start. start. drinking. <laughs> I bet y'all figure that shit out. I'll read some damn books. <laughs> hey, MTV, shit. welcome to my Cribs. That's yeah. what it's giving. That's a, that's a dream. We'll talk about how you made me quit my job while we living in our house, but that's just how I, that's how I... I feel about the situation, but mm-hmm. he don't believe them. He's like, what are you talking about? She's going to love it. I don't need to show her this house. And Lynn's like, well, it's kind of like, this is kind of like, if you don't show her the house before she lives in it, it's kind of like sex with no foreplay. Uh, okay. It's mm-hmm. kinda, I, I don't get think it. that was it's, the right analogy. But yeah, I mean, I, I get what she's trying to say. Like, you know, people want to see the trailers to the movies before they actually see the movie. Right. You see what I'm saying? You ain't even gonna give me motherfucking synopsis. Like, is this a horror? <laughs> is it? <laughs> what genre? Like, who's starring she don't even in know it? the damn genre. I don't know, Cheryl. Mm. At least give her that. Tell her how many stars. <laughs> and then we go, we go from there. But William's like, nah, nah. You know, Yvonne don't even like foreplay. Well, as far as foreplay goes, we're talking about Yvonne. What are you doing down there? Get to it already, Blackwell. <laughs> And he said, the girls sound bitter. And as far as I'm concerned, you all sound like a bunch of bitter women begrudging me my happiness because you don't have a man who can buy you a house. (laughs) Okay. Obviously, they are not bitter because literally, before you announced that Yvonne had never seen the place, they were all in your corner. They were were telling you how beautiful the house was. They were so happy for you. So they don't, they're not just telling you this because they're bitter because someone didn't buy them a house. No, they literally are concerned about what Yvonne is going to think of this. 
Mm-hmm. That that be niggas go to things whenever you disagree with them on some bullshit. No, yeah. you just been a, you just been a. Y'all are single. They they throw that in there too. Y'all are single and you're mad that a man didn't buy you a house. It's like, and it's like, well, if I'm not mistaken, um, old girl Joan can buy her own house and Maya isn't single. And Tony the one selling you the motherfucking house. <laughs> so what you trying to? <laughs> Like, what oh, you trying to say? Shit. William, they do men don't even think out their disses. They just say it. They don't even they think about the logic just to say of it. their fucking disses. Based on misogyny, they'll just say it just to say it. Like, they want you to because the they up. want you to react. They just want to say something that's gonna get you and make you feel like shit real quick. They don't think it out. And, you know, William says something really, really sweet that if said by someone else, I'd be like, aw. But he tells Joan that... I only wish for you that when you do pick out that dress, you have a man that loves you so much that he surprises you with a house. Because it's the only gesture he can think of that even comes close to expressing the magnitude of his love. Uh. And that's when Joan starts crying because she basic. And she takes it. Uh She takes it hook, line, and stinker. And Uh she says, you guys are going to be so happy here. She's crying when she says it. So (laughs) at the law firm, Joan's still complaining about MLK Day and how... You know, they can't take off or they don't get the day off. But Maya's like, I'm taking off. I'm not missing Jabari's MLK Day pageant. Mm-hmm. And she's not missing the, the sale at Big K. Mm-hmm. Which is Kmart. I don't think they could say Kmart, but we know what it is. That's what she meant? Was Kmart? You didn't know I Kmart's mean- called Big K? That's the nickname for Girl, Kmart. no, I ain't from the trailer park. What do you just call it? What? <laughs> okay, time the fuck. Okay. <laughs> so growing up, I don't know if anybody remembers this, but Kmart changed their name to Big K, like at some point to sound hipper or to rebrand or something like that. And that's just what they did. Like, you know, Mickey D's, you know, you got Mickey D's, you got Big K. And mine's not from the trailer park either. Stop that. You know, she she from a little rough around the edges, but but I didn't know people call people call Kmart Big K. Yeah. It's like okay. Tarjay. You know? Oh, you know Tarjay is something different. That's oh, but Tarjay's <laughs> different. They sell the same stuff that Big Tarjay. K does. You know, they're very organized there. They tend to have better customer service. Um, it's just more clean. It's like Target <laughs> and Walmart. You know? It's like well, Walmart's one- a whole nother now that's the trailer park. You want to talk about <laughs> trailer parks? That's Walmart. That ain't yeah, that ain't Big K. Don't just, don't you, you don't don't go in on Big K like that. <laughs> you can't never find what you're looking for in Walmart or Target. Everything it's there. It's not overstuffed. It's just so pleasing to the eye. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's just you feel relaxed. I get you. I get you. It does. That's why you know the nickname for Target is is French because you know it's that vibe. It has that you know wee wee vibe. You know. Wait, what we gonna call the nickname for Walmart? Because it, it it doesn't it needs to be more ghetto. Wigger Mart. <laughs> <laughs> that's easy. That's what they call it. Yo, that's no, that's top of the dome. I just made that up on on site. Wigger Mart. Twitter, do your thing. Because all the white people there, all the this white people shop there. White people are the main ones that get on like the internet or like IG looking crazy. People put the pictures up. Mmm. Wigger Mart. So, Okay. Wiggle mark. And you know, they some of them act like wiggles. Nah. Oh, a lot of them. So Joan wants to go to Jabari's pageant, but she's going to stay in work because 
She wants to make a point to show them mm-hmm. that they're wrong. Mm-hmm. No, that's not a good idea. Mm-mm. She's going to stay in work to make a point to show them that they're wrong. Mm. You're giving them exactly what they want. They want you mm-hmm. to work. You're giving them labor. That's what they want. Mm-hmm. It would it's actually make a statement. Me, oh, go ahead. It's giving me when, you know, a rich black person walks into an expensive store the expensive store people, the employees are kind of like treating them like shit and ignoring them and et cetera, et cetera. And then they, they, they go out of their way to buy a bunch of stuff to prove to them that they had money. Oh. It, 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 it's not doing what, what you thought it was doing, sweetie. <laughs> uh-uh. Yeah, like I showed them. I just gave them $30,000. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's what they wanted you to do. So, and they ain't even had to work for it. They treated you like shit, girl. Yeah, and so they they treated you like shit, like they wanted to do, and they got your money. Mm-hmm. You played yourself. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. You know what they need to do, like like on uh, the movie Selena. Uh huh. They didn't do that. Like, uh-huh. flash the money or something. Like, oh yeah, and I could have. But you know what? Second thought. Eh. I don't need your dress. Flash that. Flash that expensive I don't need card. Your dress. What is it? Was it like a black yeah. card or something? What was the card? Oh, in the movie? No, like remember everybody used to be like the rappers used to be like, you know, I got a black card. Uh, oh yes, yes. Be like, no, just before you leave, you'd be like, oh, you're, you notice that they're treating you like shit. Before you leave, be like, hey, do you guys take this card? I just want to make sure. Oh, mm-hmm. you do? Okay, I'm gonna go take it somewhere else. All right, thank you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See ya. So, mm-hmm. yeah, do something like that. But Joan is actually giving them what they want. So, whatever. So, they're just chatting. Her and Maya are in the office, in her office, just chatting. And who the fuck pops up? Girl, dare stand. <laughs> what's the first line of the dare stand part? Um, damn. No, I got. I Dear Stan, it. I looked at the no 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 no. No, that's not it. But da 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 da. No, that's not it. Dear Stan, I meant to write you sooner, but I've been busy. You said your girlfriend's pregnant now. How, How far, far along, along is, is she? she? Mm-hmm. Look, I'm really flattered you will call your daughter that. And here's an autograph for your brother. I wrote it on a starter cap. Mm. Oh, but you know what? It's too late because Stan is dead. So. Mm-hmm. The stand in that song is dead. But this stand is actually alive and he pops on into Joan's office and he's there looking for Joan to find out where Maya is. Oh. Like he's in high school. Ugh, this guy. If you don't get your ass on your own floor where your own job is, mm-hmm. you don't even work on this floor. This is a whole business. This is a law mm-hmm. firm. You can't just be popping in. Not a we don't know you. Me. So he sees that Maya's in the office and he was like oh oh wait I'll, I'll be waiting out here and so Joan's like I thought she was supposed to end this like, what the fuck Maya mm-hmm. and Maya seems kind of salty about this inquisition she doesn't want to be talked to like this but I mean I get it you grown go ahead and cheat on your husband if you want but I'm just saying like the craziness that happened on the previous episode <laughs> Why we got to keep going through this with Maya? My thing is, you grown and that's cool, but bitch, you done put my, me in some shit. So yeah. can you be grown and leave my name out of it? 
and cheat on your nigga in peace (laughs) yeah i will turn a blind eye to everything just don't put my name in it and don't get me into some stuff where i gotta lie and buy computers and shit don't yeah like now we passing white little lie oh she over there oh she yeah she was with me now i gotta buy computers girl (laughs) you doing the most so joe's like what does this man want and maya's like i don't know so she, she goes out to find out and Maya tries to close the door and Joan's like, nah, I'll leave that door open. Mm. Like, she want to see what's going on. But they just move out of view of her uh, her desk. And he's like, hey, so uh, you ready to go? And she's like, go where? What are you talking about? He's like, to lunch, remember? And she's like, oh shit, I forgot. She's mm. like, I can't do it today. I'm taking off on Monday though. You want to do it then? Mm-hmm. And he's like... Well, it'd be hard to wait that long. I'm awful hungry. Think how much better it will taste if you have to wait for it. Mm, okay, no, with the sexual innuendos. Okay. Y'all ain't talking about lunch no more. Okay. I gotta use that one. <laughs> That's basic. That's lower level. That's one-on-one. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, for a married woman, you you a little <laughs> spicy. <laughs> but he's like, all right, cool, cool. Um... So we're going to go to our little Italian spot. And she's like, yeah. He's like, all right, then. Ciao, Bella. And she says, ciao, fella. (laughs) And then Joan calls her into the office. And she's like, oh, hella. (laughs) (laughs) That's a funny one. Mm. I love stuff like that. So the next scene, we're back at William's house. And Yvonne's checking it out. So she doesn't know that he bought this house. She's in it thinking that they're just scoping it out together as a team mm-hmm. and we haven't seen Yvonne in a long time I feel like mm-hmm. but I'm good with that she's an annoying character they, they got her in the classic early 2000s late 90s hairstyle the braids with the pony <laughs> classic the, the braids but then later on she has it out she has mm, it back out I had that that was me out. I had the braids or the twists mm-hmm. twists going back and then the, the rest out or like flipped up Mm-hmm. I was that girl, yeah. But I was cool though, because I was um I was on the cheerleading team and uh, I did band and softball, so I was actually very popular. Don't be. <laughs> I wasn't no nerd. Don't even clock it like that. Nah, the girls that popular. had that was the ones that was they was cool as fuck. What you mean the nerds ain't had them hairstyles? I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, um. <laughs> Yvonne seems super excited about this house. She's thinking, oh, great, you know, great neighborhood where the police actually come. And she knows that all too well. She knows Mm -hmm. that all too well as a cop. But she's a little apprehensive about it because she's in between careers right now. And she's like, I don't know if we can afford it. And he's like, well, I know I can afford we can afford it because I just bought it. And she's like, bitch, for who? Mm. (laughs) He said for us. Surprise. And Yvonne doesn't jump for joy. She does not crack a smile. She is not very excited about this. And mm-hmm. William's really feeling himself. He's calling himself a big baller and a shot caller. That was the early 2000s thing to, to say, I guess. Mm. Like play is gonna play. Hate it's gonna hate. <laughs> yes, there's all these phrases. That shot are so... callers, they're gonna call. That ain't think... got nothing to do. Um, side note. This ain't got nothing to do with nothing. But, like, does 3LW or whoever wrote that song deserve a check on Taylor Swift's song? Nah, because that's that's an isolated phrase. Okay. I feel like I've heard people say that before then. 
before it was a song. People used to say that in the hood and stuff. Mm. I'm just saying. Haters gonna play. Haters gonna hate. It might have been in a movie or something. Mm. Before they said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, if y'all wanna, if y'all got answers to that, go ahead and hit us up at Hell Yes Girl. We don't know how that works with uh, music industry standards and uh, practices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, William William's feeling himself right now, but Yvonne's upset because he made a very important decision about their lives without her. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. like the girl said, William wouldn't listen to the four girls that he's known pretty much forever. He just thought they were hating because they're known for that what the fuck no like there's no basis for that because if, if so why are you friends with them anyway and why did tony help buy your house and why why did you consult them about this anyway he says that yvonne likes surprises and yvonne's like yeah i like surprises surprise me with a candlelight dinner or diamonds or surprise me by washing a damn dish don't surprise me with a house huh mm-hmm. mm. Uh, that's what i said but she should have had these feelings when he told her to quit her job or all that yeah, other stuff it's like a little too late because it's here's late the thing. in the game she's already set that precedent of okay this is gonna be his decision and then you're just gonna do it you're just gonna get mad but you ain't really gonna do nothing about it so mm-hmm. everything's just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger it started with something else then it went to the job now it's the house next is Prenup. I don't know. Prenup, the kids. Da, 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 that's something you should have nipped in the bud a long time ago. You give these niggas right. an inch, they're going to take a mile. And he took a $650,000 mile. Yeah. So. And bought you a house. So now look what you're doing. Now look what you're sitting in, Yvonne. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on. She's not happy about it because he didn't consult her. And it doesn't appear that they're a team. It, it appears that he's controlling the situation by picking the house out and not mm-hmm. caring what she wanted. Mm-hmm. Maybe she wanted a powder room. Maybe she wanted a chase lounge. I don't know. I mean, I guess she could, fucking you know. American Express. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess Nook. she could buy some of that stuff. Like, you know, I don't know. But what if she wanted something extra in the house that y'all don't got now? And, you know, but she calls him controlling because of what he did. And she cites the fact that, oh, yeah, he told her to move out of her apartment, too. Damn. He told mm-hmm. her to move out of her apartment and move in with him, quit her job. I mean, for a cop, she sure does um, do a lot of doormat shit. Like, Yeah, you don't got no backbone, bitch. You carry a gun. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you could shoot a nigga if you wanted to. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, she pulls out the, what is it, the Colt or whatever she got. I don't the even know gun. what gun this is. It's a small one, but she pulls that shit out later like she crazy. And he still love her, I guess. And um, she mentions that he dragged his feet about setting a date for the wedding. And he's like, but I did set a date. And she's like, yeah, after I gave you an ultimatum. And he's like, Mm. well, there you go being controlling. Not really. I mean, setting a date for a wedding is a normal thing. You got to get married on some day. He's trying to flip it like, nigga, that's not the same. Like, what are you talking about? It's not the same at all. And that's that's something that's necessary. But telling her to quit her job, prenup, get out of her apartment, all this stuff, thats those are big life-changing things. Mm-hmm. But Yvonne's like, this isn't the kind of relationship I want. And William's like, oh, so you're saying you want to break up? And she's like, nah, I didn't say all that. Like, can't we just have an argument and talk something out? Why, why do we got to go there? Mm-hmm. 
That is William a classic to, narcissist move. Classic. He's trying to get out. That's a clue that he's trying to get out of this relationship. Mm-hmm. That's a one-on-one. Why she can't see these clues? Does she ever investigate crimes? This is the biggest <laughs> investigation of her life. Right and here. my thing is, why, why are you so quick? That's how you know he's a fucking narcissist and he's using that to control her. Someone who is so easy to break up wouldn't have just bought a motherfucking house with like four bedrooms and shit. Like, nigga, shut the fuck up. You know that's not what she's talking about. Yeah. Then why buy the house? That's so weird. Yeah, that's a big red flag. He He's wishy-washy, even though he bought this house without... He might have tried to buy it because he was like, oh, well, if she doesn't like it, then that'll be the thing that breaks us up. But he still mm-hmm. he still paid $650,000 for it, I guess. So mm-hmm. that's a dumb way to break up with a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, just because I'm upset doesn't mean I want to break up. I just want you to change your behavior. And he's like, oh, so you want me to change? That sounds very controlling. It's like, ugh, William's a, he's a dick. A dick. He's a dick. So we we get out of that scene, and William and Tony are out at Ame, and they're eating sushi. And Tony says this line. She says, "Yeah, I heard about you and Yvonne. From where? Mm. The streets? Facebook? That's a weird line. I'm guessing that Yvonne may be off off scene." You know how she was trying to get cool with the girls? Or William was trying to get her cool with the girls? Maybe she kind of did get a little bit cool with the girls. I don't know. I ain't thinking that one. But I don't know if she friends like that to be like, well, let me tell Tony what William just did. I don't know. I can't see Yvonne calling Tony and telling her this. Maybe Joan. And Joan told Tony. Well, no. Well, then just say, uh, jo- uh, Joan told me what, what happened between you and Yvonne. Don't say I heard. Like great it's on the cover of Vandy Fair. <laughs> Us Weekly. <laughs> I was weekly. I heard. I read up in the fucking National Enquirer that you y'all was having issues. But anyway, so Tony's like trying to help him sell the house now because Yvonne doesn't want it, and she's representing the people who are buying the house from him. So she gets two commissions, probably three. So Uh good for her. Make that money. She's about to get back in uh, Barney's. Was she trying to get back in Barney's? Because she, uh-huh. she's shopping at, at, at Ross. At Ross. Have I ever been Ross to be a Ross? Having, Ross be having some stuff. They're just out of season, but Ross got stuff. Is Ross like a Marshall type of situation? Is it like that? I, I match it up more with TJ Maxx. Okay. And TJ Maxx, isn't that the same thing? They're not all, all owned by the same niggas? They're different stores. What do you mean? No, 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 no. What I mean is, like, don't don't they have the same premise? Like, they have out-of-season things at lower yeah. prices and things like That's that. That's why I say they're the same. I don't shop at Marshalls. I've never really been there. But... Oh, okay. I see. I know TJ Maxx and Ross. I feel like they're all owned by them same niggas. Okay. So, William says he's not going to sell the house, though, because he doesn't want to give Yvonne the satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, that's what he says at first at least because I'm thinking I mean I guess that works because eventually you know if you're still with Yvonne maybe she'll change her mind mm-hmm. if she comes over to the house a few times and kind of imagines herself living there mm-hmm. then you still have it you know just move her on in you don't have to buy it back from anybody mm-hmm. so that's cool the next scene Sweetelson comes in to Joan's office wishing her a happy MLK day and he's like you know the firm's policy hasn't changed, but your words inspired me to subscribe to a full year of Jet Magazine. <laughs> mm. 
So, have you heard of this thing that white people do? I've heard about it from last year. I listened to this podcast called Reply All. It's a good podcast. Where our white people, once the George Floyd stuff happened, white people were sending and Venmoing their black friends $5 as like well, coffee money. Shit. Coffee, coffee. I'm sorry for this. what's going on. I'm sorry for what I was, that I ignored racism in the past. Here's $5. Have you heard of this? No, but damn. I mean, I ain't got no white friends, but I'm about to make some. That's why I, I never heard of it, I think, because I don't have any white friends. But this podcast actually interviewed a few black people who got random Venmos from their white friends previous years. Like, they hadn't talked to these white people in, like, two years. And they would just get random $5 Venmos. So this is what I mean, this reminds me of, this whole year of Jet. I'm many more than $5, but I mean... Well, Feel yeah, free to cash but, at me. Um, should I be putting that shit on my on my profile? You never know. If you have like a um, if you're like a a black person with like some kind of following or anything, go into your bio and put your <laughs> and cash add your app in your cash Venmo. app or your Venmo. You never know. Five dollars don't do much though. They don't do shit. It don't even yeah. change racism. I don't know like, why people thought okay. Can it be enough to pay a bill? Can you cash at me like one fifty? They ain't gonna do all that. Nah, they ain't. They ain't that remorseful. Since y'all want to fight racism so motherfucking much, girl, five dollars. That's what it was. Everybody was getting five dollars. I can't even buy me Starbucks shell. I'm like, damn, I missed the whole boat on that shit. Right. All I got was kind words. That's all I got. And a bunch of Black Lives Matters and Black, um, Black, yeah. Black Squares. Oh, are you guys okay? I had a few white people reach out. Is everything okay? Are you, are you, are you doing all right? Well, I'm still black, so, you know, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> Everyone thinks, like, life just got hard last year. No, it's been, why you ain't asked me three years ago? Like, all this shit's okay. been going on. It didn't just start. Okay. So, like, yeah, I thought that was really funny when I heard Sweetelson say that he subscribed to Jet. Like, that's going to change fucking the fact that you ain't even op- that you're open on MLK Day. On MLK Day, nigga. Like, what the fuck? Why don't you just send me home? Like, that's what you could do to fucking show me that you learned something. And don't take it out of my vacation, nigga. Yeah. Do that, Sweetelson. But yeah, it just seems mad, mad performative. But. Joan doesn't think that's funny at all. She's like, are you mocking me, Sweetelson? And she's like, he's like, nah, just lighten up. Lighten up. She's like, I'll lighten up when the firm's policy changes. And I shall overcome. He says, okay, fine. As long as you're behind your desk when you do. (laughs) No. (laughs) So I have no idea how Maya and Stan got into William's house. Is it just, was it just left open? Like, what the fuck? And they out here chilling on the floor. They don't even look concerned that they're in someone else's house. Especially Stan. Stan don't know William. That's what I'm saying. You could catch a charge. You've seen him a few times in the building, in the office or whatever. Trespassing. The fuck? So, yeah, I don't know. But they having a picnic on the floor. Looking all cozy with each other. This is so wrong. They're mad close to each other's face, too. They was about to kiss. Yeah, Maya did the little lean. She did a lean. Lean with it. (laughs) 
She did. And he did a little caress the face, move the hair out the face thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get to that, like, <laughs> they talking about some, um, he's like, oh, this house is so nice. She's like, yeah, it should be for $650,000. And he's like, dang, LA houses are no joke. For $650,000, I could buy the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. That's true. And they giggle. I don't nah. think that's true. You need billions, at least a billion. And then, of course, yeah, he moves his hair, her hair out of her face. She does the little lean. It looks mad wrong. It looks, this is not the friendship she described. Mm-hmm. This is not. This is, this is when it's, it's moved into another category. And this is her side, nigga. That, it, officially, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're trying to hide him in William's house because y'all can't go out places. I don't even know why they didn't go to the restaurant. They said it was taking too long or something. They didn't go to the restaurant because you can't fuck at the restaurant. Girl, I ain't even think of that. Girl. That's why they ain't going. Ain't nothing wrong with the restaurant, child. Y'all been there Shit. a bunch of times before at the same time. So, y'all already know what time it is. Damn. They was like, we got a media room. We could fuck. We could fuck anywhere. We got four bedrooms, five bedrooms. <laughs> we got a nook. The wine cellar. No, let's fucking a wine cellar. Let's, <laughs> let's do that. Let's say we did it. Let's say we fucking did it. <sighs> but I love here where they do the thing where they're not talking about LA anymore. After Stan says the thing about LA being so expensive, Maya says, Good thing LA has other things to offer. I guess you'll have to show me. Oh, a hee 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 haw. <laughs> they ain't talk about LA no more. They talk about her lady parts. Mm-hmm. And right when they're about to kiss, William walks in. And he kind of looks pissed. Me too. Y'all niggas about to fuck in my, in my house? I ain't even get to fuck in my house. That And don't bring your cheating into my house so Darnell can come by and burn my shit down. Uh-huh. Because you know he, 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 he angry. You trying to put my so house, angry, my child. life in danger. Mm-hmm. I just bought this house. Maya, can you cheat in peace? You need to teach know. her how to cheat. She cheating wrong. I don't know why her cheating causing so many problems. Like <laughs> she bringing all her friends into this shit, bro. Like yeah, you gotta do it on the low low, on the low low, Maya. Y'all niggas is making money. He got enough money to buy you a fifteen hundred dollar wash. Y'all can't just go to a hotel. Oh yeah, true that. He got the money, fuck? money. Yeah, I would think of that. But William comes in and Maya's like, "Oh, William, what are you doing here?" He's like, it's my house. What are you doing here? It's fucking me. Okay. And Maya reintroduces Stan to William. And he's like, yeah, what are you what are you both doing here? And Maya tries to lie about how the line was long for lunch and Stan wanted to see his beautiful house. And so she brought him over. <laughs> and Stan says, Oh, I hope this isn't a problem, man. Dude, bro. <laughs> Yeah, it's a problem, bitch. I don't know you. You in my house. What the fuck? I should call the cops right now and ruin your life. Yeah. William's like, nah, it's not a problem. But I do need to speak to Maya, though. Mm. Uh, Stan walks off and <laughs> William's like, <laughs> oh, me, oh, Maya. <laughs> Golly what gee. Gosh, Maya. Really? <laughs> William, and, and Maya's like, listen, we weren't doing anything. And William doesn't believe her. 
And she says, we're just friends, William. And William's like, nah, this guy's only after one thing. Mm-hmm. It's the booty. Mm-hmm. And then William does the whole speech about how men and women can't be friends, yada, yada. We've heard it a million times. Do you think that's true? I was just having this conversation with a friend of mine. And I was just like, girl, sparked by Twitter, of course. Um, yeah. And I was just like, nah, all my, all my male friends on gay, chill. Dang. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's exceptions. I feel like if there's something that's tying two people together, like work, like I have like acquaintances, friends from work, you know, we'll send each other stuff like, did y'all see that? Yeah, I saw that, yeah. But other than that, I mean, like a friend friend, like I'm calling and we be going out together. Oh, like a girl? No, like like a friend no, friend. No, like you, like you wouldn't, like you would call up a girl and be like, gossipy and shit like that but you wouldn't do that with a male friend you wouldn't go out and do like spa days not even spa days like just like activities like oh let's go to the concert oh let's go to eat oh let's go to the museum the pop-up oh, or whatever things that could be misconstrued as dates is what you're saying yeah like okay because nah. i'm like i'm not about to go be like oh let's go shopping <laughs> to a straight nah. male friend because that's not what they do not nah, even like a regular like outing like an activity i don't even like shopping like that to be honest hiking yeah like you wouldn't do that with a male friend i don't have any male friends that no. aren't gay <laughs> i'm saying but like i understand the whole male friend who's gay thing i get that but there's mm-hmm. also what about the male friend who's just a friend who you're not attracted to he's not your type He's not your type. I don't want to say he's ugly, but, you know, you're not attracted to him like that. And y'all can go do lunch or, you know, go to watch a nerdy film here and there. Is he attracted to you? That's where the problem arises. Because when I'm with my friends and I'm I'm not attracted to you, you're not attracted to me. So then I can comfortably be your friend. So to him, he's waiting until, I don't know, whichever nigga you fucking with fucks <laughs> up or y'all get too drunk. He's waiting until the right opportunity. That's what he's. What if you tell him I'm not? If you make it clear I'm not interested, I can almost guarantee that that person will distance themselves. Oh, once you tell him that, uh huh. Mm. It has to be something where both of you guys are not attracted to each other. Mm. Yeah. First and foremost, and there's usually something else tying it, like you guys know each other from work or like a meeting or child, something like that. Very rarely do niggas do girls just have friends that are male that are straight that are just like friends as close as you would with a girlfriend or a gay guy friend. Prove me wrong. That's so sad that as you get older that you can't do that anymore. Like, you know, when you're younger and you have like, you know, you're both in school and you're just uh we're we're on, you know, this soccer team. Mm-hmm. And you have like, you know, guy friends that that are on the soccer team and y'all are just friends. But once you guys get to a certain age, it's like that don't work no more. Well, there, are, there has to be like other instances. Yeah. That's I so know what sad. I'm talking about, y'all. It be like that. I, I, I don't want males as friends anyway that are straight. That's not really my bag. I don't really give a fuck about what they got to say. Because you don't want their girlfriends coming at you being like, what you doing with my man? Well, that too. That's another thing. Like once y'all, once someone or both of y'all get into an actual relationship, then what's up with that? Because I don't trust any nigga that I'm dealing with that got girl, that got a girl as a friend. That's true. You know what? 
my my ex boyfriend, my last boyfriend, his best friend was a girl. Mm. Oh god, best friend. <laughs> That's your replacement waiting. Oh, they've been friends since high school. Chef. Just friends. Nah, he was. Listen, <laughs> when I first heard of her, I was like, wait, time out. Like, what? What the fuck? You know, what? What is this? Have y'all ever done anything? He was like, nah. Like, she's like my sister. We've never done anything. Okay, you got eyes. Is she ugly? She's not ugly, no. Hmm. That that could be a lie. Niggas know how to lie. And really mean, yeah, I'd smash given the right I moment. Oh no, man. I mean, we broke up now. It's it's water under the bridge, but her and I became friends after that. <laughs> oh. Well damn. Well, shout out to Girl Power then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've hung out with them together and I, I observed. Mm. I'm really I watch a lot of detective shows I know I can tell <laughs> by the way they talk about each other the way they look at each other I can child yeah. Nettie has watched every every episode of Law and Order SVU don't try to play games yo I can spot shit yo you have to as a black woman as a woman in general you have to be able to spot certain things absolutely ain't nobody finna tell you this shit straight out you have absolutely. to be a detective it ain't no games so that's the first time that's ever happened where I've dated a guy where his best friend was a girl <laughs> and they're still friends like I don't know and she's dating other dudes she's dating other dudes mm. okay she, you know what I mean he was dating me she was dating other guys so I knew it wasn't on that level okay I mean when both of y'all are in a relationship possibly but you see how there has to be all these other outside Factors. things all these I, conditions all these conditions and factors like a real friend if if me and you are friends and you you got a boyfriend and i don't that's not an issue if we both single that's not an issue you see what i'm saying it's all these yeah. other things that needs to be in place for the shit to work like i just i can't <laughs> oh man complications in adult life <laughs> but yeah william basically make this makes this argument He's like, haven't you seen the TV show Friends? They're all doing each other. I don't watch Friends. So. I don't watch Friends. And I know Maya don't watch Friends either. Don't even play that. We watch <laughs> Living Single. That's what we watch. Gang, gang. <laughs> but Maya cites, you know, the fact that William is friends with the girlfriends. And William says, I was going to take this to my grave, Maya, but you forced my hand. Under the right circumstances, with the right Marvin Gaye CD and the right blood alcohol level, I'd be all over the both of you. Uh, you can throw in Lynn and Tony, too. Y'all can get the business, like the fuck. <laughs> yeah, y'all fun as hell. Hello? That's a lot of conditions, though. You gotta be drunk. You gotta have the right Marvin Gaye CD. It might gotta be dark. Y'all gotta be single. But also, look at all the outside, what you gonna call this, right? So he's friends with that friend's group, number one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he works with Joan. Maya is married. You know what? Yvonne, we never saw an episode where Yvonne questioned the fact that William's friends, close friends with these four girls. Mm-hmm. Never talked about her feeling like any kind of way, like we just explained you're you're engaged to a guy who has four female best friends uh-huh. you're not going to question that you're not going to investigate i mean you're a cop uh-huh. um not gonna check any backgrounds or anything like that <laughs> i'm just now that's different now the guy i dated had one female best friend this dude got four 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 of them niggas you you, you, you gotta, gotta ask say those it. questions you gotta say it roblaze to it unless they're gonna try to lie 
you gotta be like right in the middle of like eating dinner or some shit and then you gotta like so laugh you choke on you food? yeah so they can give you the you can, you can laugh like <laughs> yeah y'all ever did anything <laughs> <laughs> you gotta scrunch up your face like that yeah you, you gotta turn into an actress <laughs> because when people know you asking them important questions then they gonna think about the answer the answer gotta be natural for it to be the truth so you gotta yeah. be like, no, I'll, I'll, I'll just get the cheeseburger with the fries and y'all ever did anything? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I guess so. But that's a lot of female friends for you to be hanging out at their house and. That's what I'm he, saying. He probably got a key. That shit, mad weird. Yeah, that's a lot. I can't do that. That's that's too many. One. All right, we'll, we'll ask some questions. We'll figure it out. I'll scrunch up my face a little bit. We'll do our thing. Uh-huh. Four? Uh-huh. That's, that's way that's way too many chances. Way and, too many chances. And before any of you niggas come in our motherfucking comments talking about oh you thing would a nigga wanna be wanna be boyfriend and girlfriend with a woman who had four male best friends? No the fuck you would not, so shut the that's fuck up. True. Flip that shit and reverse it. Shout out to Missy. Shout out to Missy. It's near from a nigga from yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i get it it's it's a lot uh but yeah he said he would be all over the girls which is kind of like damn i ain't getting drunk around you then okay <laughs> make sure um so next yvonne's at ame and len comes over to ask her about what's wrong because she looks really sad while she's eating her her, her sushi or whatever and yvonne oh. says oh girl it's big willy problems and Lynn's like, oh, that's never really been a problem for me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, a dick joke. Oh. But she's talking about William and the fight. And Lynn's like, girl, just enjoy your house. You got somewhere to stay. I know what it's like to be homeless. Oh. You know what I mean? You got a bomb ass house and you ain't trying to take it. And I'm sitting here living in a fucking garage. Take oh. the fucking house. You got a man that's provided. I just kicked the nigga out my house, out my garage hold, who wouldn't even get a job. You got a dude that's buying you houses and shit. Girl, take the house. Shut up. Get out my get out my restaurant. Mm-hmm. That's Lynn coming from her, her bar that's in hell. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, she would say that. She might she might not have been a person to kind of get a good back and forth with mm-hmm. in this conversation on this issue, but um. She mentions take the house in the meantime, have sex in every room, and and talk about his controlling issues later on. But she, but Yvonne's like, yeah, his controlling nature has become a habit. Yeah, that you enabled, correct. And Glenn's like, well, why not teach him a lesson in the house that he bought? And the jacuzzi, they got a jacuzzi. I forgot about that. That's going to be a big part of season three, um, is that jacuzzi but they got a fucking jacuzzi too what are you what are you on the fence about Yvonne uh-huh. so she takes that information and she she goes she leaves next again we are at the law firm and Joan has brought all these kids from Jabari's MLK day pageant uh-huh. to do an abridged version of the pageant at the office in front of the partners now uh-huh. on paper this sounds ridiculous this doesn't sound like it's gonna help <laughs> I don't think these white people care about them kids they're like fuck them nope. kids they don't care but they do this um this pageant and 
what's really cool is with these kids, we get a few of uh, before they were stars, uh-huh. before they were notable stars. So the first kid goes up and he says, If there are no Martin Luther King, I couldn't eat. At the lunch counter, baby. At the lunch counter, baby. <laughs> Now, this kid's name is Malcolm David Kelly on the show and in real life. If y'all are listening to this, you probably know him from one of two places. Probably one place, most likely. He played Lil' Saint in uh, You Got Served. Oh. You know Lil' Saint? You got rest in peace, Lil' Saint. You got to dance for Saint, do it for Saint. (laughs) (laughs) Do it for Saint. (laughs) Them dancing in the rain. And he also plays, uh, he's on Insecure. He plays Molly's younger brother on Insecure. And he was also in a group called MKTO. And they have a very famous song called Classic. You know that song? You probably heard it at your local H&M. Um, how does it go? Here, let me, uh. Sounds like a um a One Direction song. If you've ever been shopping at like H and M or something like that, they might have played it on um the end. If you guys watch the end that channel, they might have played the music video during commercial breaks or something or on Disney. So that's uh, the group that this kid is in or was in. And um, next we get a young lady who says. If there were no Martin Luther King, my mommy and daddy couldn't vote for anybody. Well, my daddy could, because he's white. <laughs> and Joan moves her uh, back and says, okay, you shared enough, sweetie. <laughs> that young lady is Ryan Brown. Mm-hmm. I know her because she played Lizzie on Lincoln Heights, the TV show back in the day. And Is that Lizzie? Yeah, she played Lizzie. Get out! And fun fact, the guy who plays her dad on Lincoln Heights appears as one of the girlfriend's brothers. Not going to say which one yet, because we'll get to that episode. And if you guys watch Lincoln Heights, you know um, Chadwick Boseman played, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, um, mm-hmm. Lizzie's older half-brother oh. on that show. Oh, yeah. And she also played, as she got older, she played, she's on Empire. She plays a character named Maya, ironically. And she also played Miss Chalet on the Dr. Dre, Suge Knight, Miss Chalet biopic. She looks like somebody. She looks like someone else that's famous. I feel like she looks like a, a track runner. This other black girl like who's Flo like a jo track runner. No, it's not Flo Jo. I think it was the girl that got busted for, um, for using steroids. Oh, um, God. I know who you're talking about. I know that runner. I just can't. Jones? Marion Jones? Marion Jones. And you're right. She does look like her. They I just Googled her. Right? Wow. Like they could be sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's Ryan Brown. But the rest of the kids, they're they're great and they're they're notable, just not in the same way these two kids were. <laughs> Some of them, this is their only role. So that's that. So the next kid goes up and says, if there were no Martin Luther King, the Lakers would suck. I mean, I guess. Okay. 
I guess we can assume that no white people can play basketball that well. I think that's an accurate assumption. Well, not zero white people. but No, white, you know. I know white people that can play. They could have all been on the Lakers. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Kobe wouldn't have been on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most likely. It Shaq. would have been harder for Kobe and Shaq and all the people. Mm-hmm. So uh, then Jabari goes up and says, if there was no Martin Luther King, then my Auntie Joan couldn't be one of the best lawyers at Goldberg, Swedelson, somebody else, and Lee. And they're like, oh, oh. happy Martin Luther King Day. And Swedelson's like, wow, okay. You swayed me. I didn't think you could, but you swayed me. So you can have the rest of the day off. Do you think this is a good thing? <laughs> um, because if it's that easy to sway you, why didn't you just make the day off anyway in the first place? Ding, ding, ding. One well, nigga's got to do all of that. Ding, ding, Tap, ding. Tap dance and shit. Make a presentation. Like, chill. How long have you been alive, Swedelson? You That's knew about Martin Luther King. Everybody knows about Martin Luther King. These kids just now told you this and swayed you just now. You could have been picked up a book. You could have been watched a documentary to see how important it is. But these kids on this very day of our Lord, 2002, this year of our Lord, you decide to do something. For some shit where what they're saying, you already know. So I'm confused. Yeah, they didn't unearth any kind of new information about Martin Luther King. Like, oh. The Lakers would suck. Oh, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, whatever. Okay, a little too late. Too little too late, uh, Swedelson. But he says the part that swayed him was the part about Joan because she's such a powerhouse lawyer. You know, she does her thug thizzle. And he asked, he asked to be hooked up with one of the moms, uh, one of the kids' moms, because, I don't know, he calls her a bad mamma jamma. He really likes to fetishize black women mm-hmm. wasn't he trying to fuck with Tony he was trying to get with Tony yeah <sighs> anyway so next we're at William's house and Yvonne's hanging out there too she's in the kitchen just looking around and whatnot. and William comes in too when they're like oh, I missed you I missed you too I'm gonna stop being controlling <sighs> alright fine and she's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep this house I love it She's cool with the house. I guess that talk she's, with Lynn really swayed her. She said some shit like, I'm going to stop being, what, like ungrateful or some shit? Some shit like that. My ass. Um, and he's like, wait, wait, I'm about to sell the house. Like, because you didn't want it. <laughs> and she's like, why? I don't, I don't want to give the house up. I want the house now. Mm-hmm. You know, she was mad. Now she mad that he sold the house without her. Mm-hmm. I'm like, sweetheart, pick a lane. Mm-hmm. Pick a fucking lane, Yvonne. And pick a side, pick a side. Yeah, whatever song Etsy's singing. Because I don't want no fraud. Oh, yes, Nicki Minaj. Hey. Yes, okay. <laughs> but William says it's all about the owners now. It's up to them. If they want to back out, then, you know, that's the only thing we can wait on. And she's like, okay, wait. Nobody wants a house that's a crime scene. I'm like, oh, this woman's crazy. She reaches for her ankle gun. William, is this the kind of girl you want to be with? Mm-hmm. Like, nah, this woman is insane. But when she pulls out the gun, she only looks like she can handle the gun. Mm. Yeah, 
she's like fidgeting into her um into her boots and shit like girl ain't you used to doing this shit with your eyes closed yeah and then she's like fumbling around with it when it's out like she's trying to like spin it or something it don't look like she knows how to use it mm-hmm. um she decides she wants to put some slugs in the wall to make it look like it was a crime scene but she dumb as fuck because it's her service weapon they can trace your bullets and they can investigate yep. and see that it's fraud come yes, on sir. come on yvonne yes sir i don't say she ain't smart but she don't think things through she lacks intelligence hey that's a good way to put it (laughs) but william tries to talk her out of it and she calms down for a second he's like we'll find another way all right and then she goes i want this house (laughs) and she pulls a gun out and shoots the wall like four times I mean, it's fine. Well, is it not her? I guess it ain't her service weapon no more because she quit the job. She quit her force. The force. Uh-huh. She still carry a gun though? Like that? Right. Like, can you still like get a gun? A ankle gun. Shot, I guess. That's weird. Or, or maybe maybe it's her, her personal gun. She might have personal. She, she wear it on her ankle? Like, that's not what she, a civilian does. That's a cop thing to wear it there. I mean, you know, old habits are, ha- are hard to die. Yes. Old habits die hard that's what that, that that's that's the saying that's the saying i oh, feel you though. i feel you she probably is force a habit that she's doing that she keeps it there but she crazy she could accidentally shot william in a, in a process i don't know the way she was fumbling it mm-hmm. that's just anyway flash forward later to the same house and we have a chalk outline i guess it's a living room i don't know it could be the kitchen i don't know and they're running from room to room uh christening each room and william can't keep up and uh, she leads him to the kitchen. And he's like, we already did the kitchen. So they're going to fuck in the breakfast nook. And that's that's the end of the episode. Mm. So what is your oh hell yes moment? My oh hell yes moment is just like William pulling Maya to the side and being like, what y'all niggas doing in my motherfucking house, bitch? Can y'all cheat in peace? That is my oh hell yes moment. Yo, we need to stop matching up. <laughs> Yo. Like, girl, can you leave me out of your shenanigans? Before that nigga come to my house and start starting trouble. Dang, you right though. That is so that's that's a big thing. Like, I need to be confident that I can have this house and rest my head here. Like, this is yeah. where I lay my head at night. Why are you gonna bring fire and, and negativity? into my fucking house you put me in danger the house ain't even moved into and you already starting some drama yes and you know i got i got some tweets and there's somebody that said hold on let me read this shit uh yeah shout out to whoa underscore tasha watching girlfriends and i'm really trying to figure out why was it okay for everybody to be in everybody's house i mean everybody was all up in jones house and william hadn't even furnished his new house before Uh maya and her mess had lunch there Uh her mess this is just something that we're just gonna have to say this this mr belief chow yeah like that's definitely like it's tv land everybody you you know it's i feel like it's the same thing as when you watch these high school tv shows and everybody knows where everyone lives like off of the top of their dome yeah and you know do you watch one tree hill nah that's that's super white for me huh. nah it's not as white as you think um i thought that too <laughs> i watched it late 
because I thought that too. Oh, but anyway, okay. everybody on that show, well, I guess most teen shows, will just walk into someone's house. <laughs> they don't knock. I mean, I like this one. You get more doorbell rings. I guess you don't have... Because the reason they do that on shows, like the writers and stuff like that, is because they don't want you to have to wait for someone to knock on the door and then you walk over to the door and then you open it. That takes mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Get out of the um, the script. So they just have them walk in. Just whatever. Walk into your bedroom, walk into your front door and everything. What about what about on the teen shows where like everybody has all this time in the morning before school to go to this person's house, to go to that person's house, to oh, meet, yeah, to meet to, up? Y'all bitches got time. In class Y'all wake up early. What the fuck? I was always running for the bus. Shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, a nigga was always late. The fuck? Okay. Or, like, it's like, it's weird. It's like the same reason you never see any of the characters on any show be like, at one second, I need to go to the bathroom. You never see the characters on any show be like, yeah, I'm going to go to the bathroom. The only time they go to the bathroom is if they're trying to hide something. That's some kind of plot point. Uh Like how Courtney, the little girl in the, a few episodes ago was like, Oh, I need to go to the bathroom. She went so that they could talk, you know, girl talk and she could Uh pop in at a certain time, but you Uh never see characters be like, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. One second before we head out, I'm going to use a restroom. Cause that's what people do. Uh Normal people do that, but actors on, on TV shows don't. Uh It's just a lot of that. Just be like, okay, it's a TV show. I get it. But that's it. That is, I have a dream house. That was all right. I guess it was better. It was more fun talking about it. I had more fun talking about it than watching it. Mm, okay. Because I'm like, it's a nice house. I don't know. I would have just take it, took it. Nah, I would have definitely took that house. So next episode is called Sister, Sister. Sister, Sister. Oh. And you guys, you guys, uh, Girlfriends fans know this episode. It's funny. We're going to have a good time talking about it. So uh, make sure you're here next week when we talk about that. Until then, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, and go on Apple Podcasts and write a really nice review, a really sweet review, you know, in honor of Juneteenth. Okay. Go ahead and support your favorite black podcast. Okay. You know, and if some some white people want to give us, you know, $5 or some shit, go ahead and check the show notes. Mm -hmm. There's a link in there. Y'all are y'all are more than welcome. You know, y'all can give a, a five, a twenty, a, a hundred. You know, money would really help us clear our minds. <laughs> you know, a snack on the way home, some coffee, yeah, frappe, something. <laughs> so go ahead and do that. But until then, guys, my name is Nettie, and I am Etsy, and we'll see you next week. Be safe. Bye. Bye.